0: This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions.
1: Hi, welcome to the Mother Loving Future (laughs) Show. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Amber. Hi, Paula. Hi, Paula. Hi, ladies. We have someone (laughs) very special for a change, but this one is really special. Not that our other guests weren't but you're really special, we have (laughs) Paula Malice on with us today and it's such an honour and a pleasure Mm. to have you on with us today to discuss conscious conception. You are the guru. Mm. I adore you and really grateful just to be with you today. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. So, Guys, thank you for joining us today as well. Um, I hope you're as excited as I am. Why don't I introduce Paula quickly before we get into a little definition of conscious conception. So Paula is a facilitator of women's circles and founder of women's space, spelt uh, WMN space. That's a tricky one. I like that. (laughs) Very smart. During her journey into motherhood, Paula experienced a shift in consciousness that allowed her the opportunity to choose a more conscious approach to her life as a woman and a mother. Paula blends together her experience as a mother, her expertise as a doula, a facilitator, and her extensive training in spiritual psychology to support women in their own unique journey.
0: She's Mm. a force to be reckoned with in the LA conscious, conscious pregnancy scene. And just conscious woman scene. And she's always dressed
1: immaculately
0: yeah. and In like shining sh- white, linen. white linen and yeah. looking gorgeous
1: and just emanating such love and light always and mm-hmm. wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's how I see you. Thank you, ladies. Love you. Mm-hmm. Love you. Thank
2: you. I'm honored. Really, really honored to be in the space with both of you and to bring this topic forward. I'm so excited to speak to it.
1: Yeah, this, yeah, is, that makes this is an of important us topic. Excited I'm really here. excited because I'm going to be applying this personally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, once, <laughs> once I get over a couple of humps, um, <laughs> I'm going to start applying this. So you're speaking directly to me today. So mm-hmm. just Beautiful. letting you know I'm taking notes. We are going to give you a quick definition Big on conscious today.
0: conception,
1: yes. Jenna.
0: Conscious conception, applying intention in prepping for pregnancy. Some people just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Some people think more
1: about it. Well, I was never told that this was a thing. I never, I, I never really thought about the concept of it being an intentional mind, body, spirit um, kind of move towards creating a baby. Did you mm-hmm. never? I, I mean I, I later on in my life one well, I didn't fall pregnant on purpose. as you know, my conception story was a bit of a miracle. and so I didn't apply anything consciously to the conception part. but once I found out I was pregnant, I had this immense urge to clear myself out. Um, emotionally, physically, spiritually mm. get closed with anything that was lingering or open that didn't serve me, any baggage I felt that I'd inherited from my parents around motherhood, um, any emotional blockages physically. And I I don't know where it came from. It kind of feels like my child's spirit was nudging me towards clearing out my vessel so when he was growing he could get the best out of my genetics and energetic imprint to make the most out of his life so that's the only intentional element around the kind of conception pregnancy really element that I experienced so but before that I didn't really think that this was a thing But I love that it is. This is really, really important. Mm. What is your concept, Paula, on the idea of conscious conception? Like if you had a definition for conscious conception, what would it be?
2: Well, just really to elaborate on what you already shared, which is an intentional um, putting intention towards the desire to conceive. Mm -hmm. And I loved actually what you just shared about your experience, because I think that we can only really meet that intention when we have the awareness to even set it. So ideally, yes, a conscious conception would be prior to physically conceiving, but it doesn't mean that you can't immediately align with it as soon as you even come into awareness that you are pregnant. Mm -hmm. Love that. So I think that it's, really the intention behind it is what's so beautiful that allows it to be a conscious anything. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy, right. conception, birth, birth mm-hmm. motherhood, postpartum, yeah. postpartum experience. Exactly. So it's really the intention setting that I find it to be um, really the action step and the gateway into having a conscious approach or experience to wherever you are in your journey.
1: Mm -hmm. Completely agree. It's never too late. Never too late. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to step us through some of the elements of a conscious
2: conception? Perhaps what you applied Mm -hmm. to your conception story? So when I experienced... The first awareness that I came around conscious conception was through my practice in kundalini yoga. And in kundalini yoga, they really talk a lot about preparing the mind, body, and spirit for conception. And that you can either do... And also... In doing that with your partner as well. It doesn't have to just be for the woman. It's like if you can get your man or your woman or however you're conceiving, how however you're in partnership to, to get on. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's interesting that you say that. And I'll share a story that's really powerful um, later on about a woman who, um, conceived unconventionally through a conscious conception mm. and Interesting. yes, which is so exciting to be able to facilitate and hold space and work with women because it can look so many different ways. But through my own experience, realizing, feeling the call to wanting to conceive, and I started to, on all levels, so I started to clean up my diet, and I was seeing a um, naturopath doctor at the time, and so we were really physically going through and cleaning up what was present. I had a lot of detoxing mercury and lead in my body. I mean, I kind of went next level with it. And then... um, and then at the same time I was practicing kundalini yoga. So then I would use the Kriyas and Kriyas is basically a series of exercises in the meditation to really start clearing out, um, whatever was present that was, you know, any limiting beliefs or judgments that I had about what it is to conceive, what it is to be pregnant, what it is to be a mother, um, connecting with my partner and, um, I really use that technology in Kundalini Yoga to really help support more of the clearing and getting um, more intentional about the conception. Mm -hmm. Kundalini
1: was such a milestone in my healing story. Mm -hmm. It's been it's. Literally, I've seen miracles come out of my kundalini yoga practice. Yes. I really believe it's it's very intentional.
2: That mm-hmm. exercises the muscle oh, yes. of uh, like applying attention to every area mm-hmm. of your life. Yes, and at the same time, I was in my first year at University of Santa Monica, um, getting my master's in spiritual psychology. So oh, I cool. want to do so that it so just bad. Happened to align all at the same time. Wow! So I really felt like from those tools and teachings and the Kundalini yoga, that blend is really where I got to experience my own version of a conscious conception.
1: Mm. So you you mentioned before your words mm. were, were I felt called to conceive when Mm -hmm. I was called. So what do you mean by that? Do you think is that the, your baby spirit was
2: beckoning you to conceive or? That's what, that's my belief. That's Mm -hmm. my own personal belief that I, I have actually felt attuned to Madeline since I was about 18 years old. I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. About when I went to college, I started to tune into mine my spirits. Yes. Wow. And I can't tell you exactly how. It's
2: just a knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I did anything to unlock it, to try to it they just was always you. there. Hmm. Just was always there.
0: And um, I it's my personal belief, take it or leave it, that like we have soul contracts with our children mm-hmm. before we even come into this life. So mm-hmm. we already know Who's going to come in as our children, and we have bonds and mm-hmm. um, contracts already set with them. So that that
1: makes sense because I always felt I never focused on oh, I'm going to be ma- a mom with a boy, mm-hmm. but when I think back, I always knew my gut knew I was going to have a little boy oh. first. So I'm he must have been with when? me. Since but when did you think that I just always just like, since just, I was a little girl, oh. I always said I'm going to have a little boy. And um, I had that kind of affirmed through some you know, fortune tellers and palm readers and whatever. I didn't pay much attention to that. But it, that was probably why. He was probably with me already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, Knowing Valentine, he's
0: not going to leave your side. <laughs> that, that is
1: very true. He's still very with me. In fact, he's on my ankle right now. No, just joking. But the funny thing is when I... Um, open myself to the concept of that baby's spirit coming through. Mm -hmm. I was kind of joking around. Kerry made a wish on a wishing well. We had been engaged for about a month and Kerry made a wish on a wishing well and we have this joke in our family where everything he wishes for comes true. And you better capitalize on that. <laughs> I know, trust me, I do. And um, he wished, and I said, what did you wish for? And he's like, oh, just a baby boy. And I'm like, John, what are you doing? We just got engaged. He's like, I've got plans. I want to be married for four years and travel the world with you. And he's like, no, no, no don't worry. He'll, he'll come when he wants. I'm like, you put a timeline on it, right? He's like, no, no, no just when he's ready. Healthy baby boy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Literally about a month later. I was pregnant. Wow. And I didn't, we weren't trying. I didn't think... Koreatown was involved. (laughs) (laughs) Jen knows my whole life history, it's true. A dirty Korean dinner. (laughs) K-Town. K-Town where all the dirtiness goes down. Um, But I thought I was infertile Mm. and it was some hazy, crazy, dark night in the back of my Prius. And I'm just Amazing. like, whatever. <laughs> straight
2: town, and a freeze. <laughs> That's a conscious conception. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. I
1: bet. And um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just this one time. It's like once in a blue moon. I can't get pregnant anyway. Just go for it. And what do you know? Valentine saw that opening mm. and he shot for it. Ouch. Excuse the pun. <laughs> so I personally think that there is power around opening your heart and declaring that you're ready Mm -hmm. for the spirit that may have been with you for a long time to come in. And I think they're waiting
2: and listening and circling us. And when it's ready, they're there. Uh, Yeah, I agree. And you know, also too, I remember at the time, my husband really wasn't in a place of like, you know, in our searching and spirituality, but I really wanted to connect with him and do this together with him in some way. And so I was trying to find a way to meet him where he was in his journey. And so we created a song. <gasps> for Madeline <laughs> and we used to sing it to her every oh, night. Oh
0: my gosh. And that's gosh. even before she was conceived? Oh, that was a part of the conscious oh. conception. Wait, isn't that an African tradition? That is. There's an African is tribe it? which each person know. is given a song when they're in their mommy's belly and then if they do anything wrong instead of like jail, what instead of like <laughs> punishing them, they all come together, the whole mm. tribe around them and sing their song. That's oh,
2: beautiful. Oh
0: my gosh. And I think they
1: even use that song to call in the spirit. Yeah, That's do. their little that's, version of conscious conception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they
0: meditate and they let the song come to them. And then
1: they use it to connect with the spirit. Mm.
0: Wow, that's so beautiful. beautiful. You were tapping into your ancestry there, Mm -hmm. for sure. So much more powerful when the mom and the dad, or the people who want to bring in the baby, Okay, Put their so manifestation power together. Yeah, I know?
1: need um, your cliff notes on that. I don't know if you roofied him to get in there or what.
2: But. <laughs> well, remember I met him where he was, so of course I saw ourselves with like candles on a sheepskin, meditating, soul gazing, oh, and like tundric. bringing this baby in exactly tantric. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, yeah, no, forget that. You're crazy. <laughs> I love you, but and so we're listening to like, heavy metal and yeah, like
1: <laughs> sculling some whiskey are... and going for
2: it. <laughs> So the song, you know, meeting at together and like creating a song, it was like fun and playful and like That's that fun. was more comfortable for him and I could meet him there and I could do my like, you know, is he a my musician? other,
0: mm-hmm. is he a
2: musician? He's not. Well, he was a DJ for a long mm, time. Nice. So. Love the bad boys. Yes. Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a look behind her eyes that I know there's history to that. She's like,
2: oh yeah. Um, so wait a second. You, you, do you remember the song you got Remember the song. I don't, isn't that terrible? Really? But I have I definitely have it written down in my little my little prayer box. I know it lives in there, but no, we didn't carry on with it because with the Kundalini tradition, it just kind of quickly shifted to long time son, and that's what I would sing during my pregnancy, and definitely when she was born, Mm -hmm. and we still sing it, and so that kind of like turned into our song. But I should go digging for our our special reception song.
0: Did you know it was gonna be a girl? Yes. Did you guys like both together, like, have the intention that it would be a girl? I just knew. Did he know your husband?
2: Yes, he had a dream one night oh. that it was a girl while I was pregnant and that she was incredibly tall, like almost mm. like too tall. Well, well you're, she, you're is tall. Tall exactly. she is your daughter. Exactly. Very tall. She is tall? Very,
0: very tall. S- yeah,
1: Stunning, so. by the he way. was right about that. Angel yes, on was. earth. She is so beautiful. Of course, with a
0: mom like this. I know, Aww. a little clone. She is, must be really something. You ladies are sweet. Um, okay,
1: so I want to visualize... What a conscious conception mm-hmm. is. Don't worry, I won't picture I know, you and your like, husband what there right <laughs> now. <laughs> that came out really wrong. <laughs> Creepy. Um, okay, <laughs> whose head am I going to put out this body? Myself, I guess. <laughs> Um, is it weird if I visualise you, <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Girl crush. Um, no, okay. So the steps... Back handle, back handle. <laughs> <laughs> so if our, our audience is obviously going to be taking the notes mm-hmm. to how to apply this formula themselves. So the first thing you start with is simply placing intention behind the idea of... Calling your spirit, your baby's spirit in, or the lovemaking process, or connecting with
2: your partner, or what does it actually look like if you had to write a little mm-hmm. formula for people to follow? So, actually, to really backpedal, the first part is looking at the limiting beliefs and judgment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it starts That's, with yourself as your temple, it starts with yourself, and it starts with your own stuff. Mm-hmm. So the idea is as, you know, how we're approaching it on the physical level, if we're eating more clean and, um, really moving away from toxic things that we're putting in our body, then we also have to look at that on an energetic, emotional, and spiritual level as well. So what energetically is toxic, not aligning with our bodies, our thoughts, what are we, you know, how are we living in that space? Mm -hmm. And so that's the very first thing that I have people do is look at what's present.
1: Brilliant. Because I know in my life, in moments where I've physically been really stuck and blocked in my health, Mm -hmm. most, I would say about 95% of the time, I've looked back and it's Mm -hmm. an emotional. Stag, stagmentation. There's something emotionally mm-hmm. that is blocking me from having that flow and right. it's manifested physically. And then right. it reflects in my
2: relationships. Exactly. And all of that. So, yeah. So, a lot of times, you know, I'll hear women will say, I really want a baby, but that it's quickly met with but I'm so scared. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in so much fear of what it will look like. How Mm -hmm. will I do it? I'm so connected to my job. I'm so connected to my identity. I really want this and my partner really wants this, but there is definitely some fear Fear. there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first thing that we look at is Mm -hmm. we befriend it, we look at it, we see where it's coming from and start peeling the layers. Beautiful, because they're getting in their own way just with that idea. Fear is such a
0: blockage, stagnation energetically, Mm -hmm. you know, it really can just stop
2: the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you think of conceiving and it is a very fluid experience. And so if we're, the idea is to really clear the channel Mm -hmm. and to um, exactly what you were saying to the temple on all levels, you know, really owning that our body is our temple, but that isn't just the physical body. Mm -hmm. There is the emotional body and spiritual Mm -hmm. body and we really have to Meet all of those places, and really to be conscious is just to be aware and awake. It isn't to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to sit down and meditate with my crystals and the sage and that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I love all of that. They may help. Yes, just saying. <laughs> you don't need them to do it. It doesn't have to look like that, and it can be so much more simpler. And um, but really cleaning it out and just acknowledging what's present that's just in the way is just it. It has to be number one. Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful. And it's almost like the commitment to being the best mother you can starts in that process, mm-hmm. starts by dedicating, yeah. giving your best to this child as in them taking from yep. your temple to, mm-hmm. to create
0: themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Because they're going to grow in this temple. Yeah. And I I think that our physical body is, is really just sort of the crystallization of those spiritual layers mm-hmm. and spiritual auras around us. It's like all of that is sort of crystallize down into our physical body. But all of the, the original blueprints come from the more spiritual and energetic dimensions, if you will.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Great. Hey.
0: Poetic.
1: Jenna's a little poet, just in case you didn't know it. Love it. it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, so we have the mind-body-soul cleanse. Uh, is there anything else? Would someone apply a meditation mm-hmm. to invite that spirit
2: in when they feel that mm-hmm. they're they're ready for them or... So when I do conscious conception on a group level, which I absolutely love working with people one-on-one, but there's also something really beautiful about coming together mm-hmm. on a group level so once we do some writing and we really start acknowledging what's present, where we are, we go into some movement. So I basically have everyone moving physically and breathing as if we are in labor. Mm. So we're on all fours. We're doing hip circles. We're doing cat-cow. Like an oh, yeah.
1: Can I come to one of these
2: group sessions? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Can Absolutely. I wear a hat with a camera hidden underneath <laughs> yeah. it? I'll video you. Because
1: this will be classic. No, just joking. This This will be amazing. It's really
2: beautiful. It's like exactly Mm. moving the body and just breathing and getting into Mm. that really beautiful inhales and exhales and just connecting to the body and getting into that circular motion. And we're all eyes closed. and It's just really beautiful. Mm. It's so beautiful beautiful. And even women who aren't necessarily, you know, the first person to like run into this workshop show up and Mm -hmm. they have the willingness and the courage just to show up and try something new. And you just watch them move and just like, let this stuff go. And it's just Mm -hmm. such a beautiful process.
1: Powerful as well, because you need a certain amount of vulnerability and commitment and willingness to push through the um, self-consciousness of being mm-hmm. seen in a group like that, mm-hmm. in an exercise like that. And it's mm-hmm. those things you're going to need to be yeah, able to uh-huh. get through the birth, yep. exactly. to be able to be a great mother. Exactly. And so I think it's also great that you're marrying the emotional exercise of finding out what your blockages are with that exercise
2: of moving out the physical mm-hmm.
1: stagnation. Exactly, it's
2: beautiful. Exactly. So you know, with every exhale, we're continuing to release, and then mm. with every inhale, we're just replenishing and nurturing the body, and yeah, just finding that um, finding that uh, really beautiful, loving energy to really take the place of what it is that we're letting go of.
1: Mm. So good. Okay. I'm definitely going. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd love to have you. And then, oh yeah, I'll be there front row, baby. Bring an apple for the teacher. That's going kind of girl I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So we've done those exercises. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all your secrets here. <laughs> what, what, uh, do you give anyone homework? It's
2: Something to do with their
1: partner mm-hmm. or...
2: Well, you would ask prior to doing the physical work, at what point do you start doing a meditation mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I feel like once we like take a look at what's in the way, move our bodies and breathe, then we can actually sit and start to tune in mm-hmm. to um, baby mm-hmm. or what baby might look like. And you know I always ask people to really just drop into their bodies because mm-hmm. it's not a mental exercise at all. And ever I've never had anyone who couldn't tune in somehow, some way. Just it all looks different for everyone of how they tune in, but I've never had someone go, nope, crickets didn't didn't connect to anything, hmm. which I find to be really interesting and beautiful. And
0: then do you follow up with them afterwards to see... Those gut instincts mm-hmm. are usually spot on, no? Yes, yes.
2: yes. yes. And I cannot <laughs> tell you how many women have reached out to me of with the conception of baby that they've conceived. And it's interesting too, though, I do want to add this piece is that I do believe that as women, we all have the capacity. We are birthers. So whether we decide to birth human beings through our bodies or not, we're birthers. So we birth books, we birth Mm -hmm. new versions of ourselves, we Mm -hmm. birth all kinds of stuff. And so it's interesting Even when I've tried to only limit this workshop, specifically on a group level, to women who are wanting to conceive, I always get women who are wanting to birth something in the room. I love that. It doesn't shift the energy at all. It really, really holds. So I will get calls of like, I finally birthed my book, or I finally birthed this script. And then, of course, I do get the... I'm having a baby. And then <laughs> yeah. as a birth doula, Human. what's really beautiful is starting to work with women as early as conscious conception is then I get to be their doula. Oh, so And special. then it's like, I'm there for the birth oh, and we're just wow. like, wait a minute. We were calling this baby in and now we're holding this baby. And this is a miracle. And like manifestation what I get to do this as my job. This is too much. Wow. <laughs> Are you still really? blessing? Are you still duelering? I will be dueling as far as attending births um, for women who are due in 2019. Oh, mm. nice! So yeah, since so, I Amber, just gave that birth, could be you. yeah, that could be me. I'm, I'm feeling it. I just gave birth eight months ago, so I'm giving <gasps> my family mm-hmm. my time mm-hmm. right now. They and need that number two, call. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazing. Are you allowed to share your conception story with them? Did you do this process with both your babies? Well, that's what's so interesting. So with Madeline, it happened pretty quickly after. It was only like a few months and then we conceived her. With my son, who I just gave birth to eight months ago, it was a three-year conscious conception. Wow,
0: marathon. Testing you. The universe is testing you.
2: Oh, yeah. You were determined.
1: Oh, yeah. You need to strengthen that spirit for that baby to be ready. And did
0: it it get you down during those three years, the whole process? Oh, it was a
2: complete roller coaster. But I know that this is my work and this is my life. And for me to really be of service, not that I have to live through everything to really hold space for someone else, but I have lived what it feels like To Mm -hmm. wait three years Mm -hmm. to conceive a baby
1: And that (laughs) makes the most compassionate Wise facilitator for a woman going through that How you can relate to her like that Exactly,
2: exactly It was a very
1: long process So what do you think was getting in your way?
2: (laughs) My immediate answer is my husband (laughs) But he wasn't in Get out of my way You're messing up my plans I can do this alone (laughs) But what I'm meaning is that I attuned and knew that it wasn't just about me, Mm -hmm. that it's about not only my you know I'm like this is my timing I want this to happen now Mm -hmm. and it's um it's when it all aligns it's you know my timing the baby's timing my daughter's timing and my husband's timing Mm -hmm. and it all makes it it all makes sense now that he's here but during those three years it was so confusing and there were so many unknowns and questioning and like, what are we doing? And why isn't this happening? But something always led me and guided me to know that it just wasn't divine timing. Mm -hmm. And it was really to help support the process that my husband was going through. And he was going through a huge transformation inwardly. And when I had my miscarriage, which was 110% this baby, that the I, same baby. my the same baby. That's uh, also have, empowering for
0: you to know. Yeah, I have the yes. same concept. I think yes. the same spirit
2: tries to
1: yes. come through she, multiple
0: times. She just circles yes. around. She's a white butterfly right now. Yes. That's right. Jenny keeps saying yes. white butterfly. She said, There she is. I love
2: that. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. And I would see Phoenix, which is my son's name. I mean, trust me, I didn't name you Phoenix because it wasn't this like rising from the ashes experience <laughs> with him coming on the planet. Um, but he, yeah, he and I'll never forget when I I knew it. I like Saw that I was pregnant on the pregnancy test and I was like, this baby's not staying. This baby's not uh, staying. Oh, so you knew, this and is I for the miscarriage. How far in,
0: I mean, how in that three years, was it early in that three year conception? or So I miscarried,
2: like? I would say it was like two years. So we had just been waiting for so long and then it was like and my husband got so excited mm-hmm. and I just knew deep down inside and then of mm-hmm. course you know we miscarried and then he was so distraught and but it was a part of our process it's just what we had to go through there was no getting around it there was no spiritual bypass there was uh-huh. no like oh, I'm just going to like love and light myself out of no. this it was literally like we went scorpionic with it like we really had to go to the dark side So do you
1: think that the divine purpose for the miscarriage was to prolong
2: the timing of it for the timing to be perfect. Yes, well, or also, I think so. I mean, I think that was a piece of it. I just think it was just a, I think the miscarriage was a part of my journey of what I had to go through. And then for my husband, it was just the baby wasn't meant to come because it wasn't the right timing as far as a part of his process.
0: So why do you think the spirit
1: tries to come in if it's not really the right timing?
0: Can I just answer? And all that was um, (laughs) going to say that you said you had to get scorpionic on it. You went deep, you went down, you went into the shadow, you know? So in so doing, you could have cleared some stuff that Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been cleared if that hadn't happened, you know? Exactly.
2: That's why... There wasn't a spiritual bypass because I knew that it. We just had to dive deep.
0: You had to dive deep. Dive deep, and then in it. clearing and, all that, mm-hmm. it could raise your vibration because I right. think a lot of these babies that are popping in Phoenix, I would wager, is super these super high vibrational exactly. little beings. They're not going to want to incarnate into a body temple That's that right. is holding any low frequency. You mm-hmm. know, not even just the body
2: temple, but the family dynamic. Yeah, family dynamic <clears throat> altogether. So, it was, so it's like I could have been as clean inside with my food and I could have meditated for hours on end and called him in. And I did all of that. I mean, talk about setting intentions because, you know, I lead my um, new moon and full moon women's circles and I've been continuing to lead those. And I would write intentions every two weeks of like, you know, bring me this baby <laughs> already. Yeah. But, you know, it just... I also said in divine timing. So Mm -hmm. I had to trust that every month that I would get my period and this baby did not come, that it was divine Mm -hmm. timing because that was the intention that I was holding. And you're co-creating with the baby spirit, your family, the universe.
1: universe. And it's so interesting that you said that... It wasn't just up to you that the mm-hmm. the um the bond between your family had to be right uh-huh. in order for that child, that baby spirit, to be ready to mm-hmm. come in, because that is the exact message I got every uh-huh. time I did a divination, um, kind of. What do you call it? Yeah, like Like, we
0: tried to have a divination tool to explain the miscarriage. Yeah, so Mm
1: -hmm. we did tarot and I Ching which we're obsessed with and even astrology I think maybe. Anyway, because I had a miscarriage and then an ectopic and then miscarriage recently Mm -hmm. and the same message would come through each one of those different um, mediums which was the the relationship needs to be solid, Mm -hmm. grounded, strong completely um in that divine union kind of pocket in order for this baby to um to want to come in Mm -hmm. it's not going to settle for anything that's um unfinished or kind of messy can i ask you
0: amber when you just this last miscarriage that you had Mm -hmm. um when you found out you were pregnant did you think you were it was gonna last. I kind of did. I kind of thought you didn't, based on your reaction. I could, I kind but of felt like that you was were a like...
1: def- that was a self defense mechanism because mm-hmm. there was a part of me which was like, mm, I don't know, anything could happen now. I'm in the zone of infinite possibilities. I've kind of lived the fact that this could go anywhere, so I'm not gonna get too attached. But within myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel this is going to stick. Mm. But, you know, that was probably my mind wanting it so badly. Mm. And I'm I'm interested to know, Paula, what was um, your gynecologist, Western Medicine's um, ideas on miscarriage? Did they have any explanations? Ew, as Western to... Medicine.
0: Why are you asking about that?
1: Uh, <laughs> why? Did you have any? Because I have a funny story about that okay. that I'm going to share. But I wanted to know your experience. Did they give you any type of explanation as to why you're miscaraging
2: or how no. to avoid them my doctor never even knew wow. i called my midwife and my body miscar i wasn't as i wasn't far along for me to have to go in for like a dnc or anything and mm-hmm. so my body just naturally took care of it and so i didn't even i mean he knew about it because it's just in my records once i did get pregnant but i um i called my midwife friend Right. So smart. Yeah.
1: Very smart. Well, I went to my um, gynecologist because she was helping me with my ectopic pregnancy mm-hmm. and I had to go in to make sure that it wasn't another ectopic. I only got one tube left, trying to hold on to that one, one as well. One tube, okay. Hi. and so she said to me we don't look at miscarriages as being abnormal until you have three miscarriages in a row. Then Mm. we start to look at if there's anything in your constitution that you're physically needing to kind of balance out. Mm -hmm. And when she said that to me, she said, it's so common, women miscarriage all the time. When she said that she had no explanation for it, I just had this gut feeling that there is something else that I can get empowered around um, kind of balancing out. There's something, there has to be something else playing out here that I can understand and start to move towards in in finding Mm -hmm. balance. So I went to uh, a kinesiologist slash um, naturopath who was incredible. He works with Chinese medicine and kinesiology And he found that I had low progesterone and because that's a female sex hormone Mm -hmm. and you need progesterone, equal levels of estrogen and progesterone in order for a pregnancy to stick beyond six weeks. And so, and I've always had kind of underactive thyroid issues, but when I got Mm -hmm. pregnant, they got um, equalized and, and healed. And I found out that they're connected the thyroid yeah. and, and, um, low progesterone. And so he's just given me a bunch of supplements for that and mm-hmm. asked me to cut out eggs and dairy. And he thinks that your body can naturally create balance. And then that basically takes you into the zone of, um, making miscarriages, not so much of a possibility. Right. So that's just testament to that gut knowing and intuition that your body knows what's up and to listen to that rather than a doctor's advice of, nah, just don't worry about it. Just go on doing what you're doing. So, yeah, that's an interesting little story. Anyone else listening that may resonate with that, go for it. Follow that little voice in you that says there's something else that you can get empowered around. Always.
2: Yeah. Always.
0: Okay. Do we have another interesting question? Well, I like this question here. Um, Just about how you were talking before about how it's really a holistic process. It's not just the body, but it's also Mm -hmm. the mind and the spirit. Um, What can you tell us about ways that we can clean out these three different aspects to prepare for baby? Do you have any specific tips or tricks uh, for body, mind or spirit?
2: You mentioned heavy metal detox. Yes. Yeah, That's so important, right?
0: I kind of went next
2: level. Yes, I <laughs> with, love this. With Madeline. And I've just always been that way. I've always um really have seeked holistic ways of being on all levels. So I I had a lot I had a lot of health stuff though. I had a lot of health stuff. So um I definitely found the person that I needed at the time to help me with that. And I felt like I needed to go to um, the extreme of really clearing out oh, And I'll never forget when my doctor called me And said, it's, you're good, we're done No more IVs, no more treatment Like, we're good, you're good Go have a baby How wow. long did that take? Um, it was about two
0: years. Two years of going hardcore. Mm-hmm. And this was before you, you conceived your first Yes, this was before Madeline. Wow, so yeah. you took two years mm-hmm. pre-conception to sort out yeah. your body and everything. all of that. Wow. So
1: do you yeah. think you, you were completely heavy metal free, all hormones are balanced, everything?
2: How I definitely did you- didn't feel like I needed to go back to that extreme whatsoever before conceiving Phoenix. And remember, it was a long, it was three years that it took us. So I definitely dialed it back and just ate clean and um, acupuncture and herbs and things like that. But I didn't feel like I needed to go the extreme, extreme of having No, like that.
0: no. How so. do you think you got so toxified by metals? Everyone
2: is. Well, a lot of people are the environment and... Vaccinations. Um, and I have a past life of... Um, <laughs>
1: I'll bring it on. We're yeah, all about, we're about, about. that. Yeah.
2: Yes. Well, not in, a past life within this life. So I have... Um, oh, you know, one of those. I did a lot of partying. Got, yeah, I got one the of them day. too. So, um, yeah. So before I got clean, I did a lot of damage to my body. So I had a lot of healing to do. As we all do, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Heavy. Everyone's got heavy metals. They're in everything, basically. I mean, yeah, a lot. Like, if you're not eating organic, they're in the soil, and they're in pesticides, and they're in like cleaning products and perfumes, and a lot of in vaccinations. There's like legitimate heavy metals in there.
0: Yeah, it's it's
1: everyone should do a heavy metal detox. That's what I'm trying to figure out.
0: If it's like, should I do it? Maybe I should.
1: I've got a CBD um, uh, detox kit that really? I'm going to... A CBD
0: yeah. dis- detox
1: kit? Well, I'll, I'll share with you okay. later.
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> part two.
1: And so did you do any type of lineage work on the mental, emotional side of your detox?
2: I did not with Madeline but I did with Phoenix. So interestingly enough, it took me five years to complete um, the master's program in spiritual psychology, but I felt like that two-year program turned into a five-year program for me. And so I really um, just did not have the awareness or the time or the space to do that, but I absolutely did that before Phoenix. I was just more aware that that was a tool that I could use as a part of the, um, the clearing process. Um, but I was not aware of it before, Madeline.
0: And just for our listeners, kind of what we're talking about is looking at our family lineage and any sort of stagnations or limiting beliefs or mm-hmm. anything that could have come down um, unconsciously through our family lines. Yeah, and then trying to clear that to, so as to not pass it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and in clearing mm-hmm. that, you also heal your lineage, yeah. That's your right. mother, your mother's mother. It's some That's right. energetic thread that mm-hmm. starts to get, um, you know, dissipate, Unwild. cut. Yeah, totally. Yes. And any type of spiritual work in regards to shamanic work, meditations, anything you did on that
2: um, spirit side of things when Mm -hmm. you're working on your detox? So I did a lot of, um, there's a process that I lead clients one on one or on a group level. We do this in the group level workshop, is um, writing letters back and forth to each other. So you start a writing dialogue between yourself and the baby. Um, and then you can, it's a, it's called, it's a type of therapy called gestalt therapy. It's that started in like the late sixties and seventies. And, um, and that's a process that I have used and you can use on in so many different ways. So you really bring attention and a conversation to, if it's to the spirit baby, it's the spirit baby, or you can, um, bring it to anything. Like you could even bring voice to your womb space or, the miscarriage and you really start this dialogue and you have to be guided through it it's not something you can i mean there is like uh, i guess there is like when you were asking about homework there is you can definitely do some like journaling back and forth but i find that it's been most supportive and helpful when i have someone holding space for me um to do the work and so a facilitator
0: guides you through yes okay
2: yes guides you through the process mm-hmm. Um, and I have found that to be incredibly helpful. And I mean, my whole journey at USM and um, completing that um, master's program in spiritual psychology really, really supported me. And that was a very, talk about a, de- a deep dive. Deep dive. That was a wow, deep dive. Wow, intense, I bet. That second year is really intense. And so you're really going into everything from like lineage stuff to... We had um, a relationship project, which was my husband, um, but they don't know. That I love that. The you're relationship my project. project. You're my secret project. I do that all the and time. I'm working on us <laughs> and I'm working on you. Um, but it worked. And, um, which was really, really too. powerful. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, gosh, it's just like my whole life, I feel like, has prepared me for mm-hmm. all of it.
1: On that note, piggybacking off the secret project, but having the husbands as the secret project, mm-hmm. I found I got a lot of anxiety this this time around, my um, recent, most recent times when I was trying to consciously conceive, I found myself getting a lot of anxiety around my husband's efforts and health and clearing himself out or lack of willingness to, to to play that game with me. And I found myself getting really mad that he wouldn't join me in dedicating, um, intention to clearing out the mind, body, soul. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with him and said, listen, this child is co-created with our genetics Mm -hmm. and I need you as you need me to create this child. And I don't want you Um, having an inflamed system. I -hmm. want you to have this, um, you know, life force energy, we'll say it nicely, coming Mm -hmm. into me that is vital and pure and clean and giving this child the best chance possible. And a lot of guys just aren't up for that kind of work in cleansing mm-hmm. and emotional stuff. And mm-hmm. did you run into any similar um, situations with your husband? And do you oh, have yes. any guidance for me?
2: Oh, yes. I try to control the shit out yes, of that. Yes, it doesn't work <laughs> and, and it does end not up work. pushing you away no. and it ends up being a big no. rift between you. So what do I do? So I try to control that to, Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole thing. I was like, if I'm going to do this, this. like you're doing this. And the pushback was just big, really big and incredibly painful Mm -hmm. because I took it as a personal hit that Mm -hmm. you don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And I do, and I have to have this baby. Mm -hmm. So um, And I was very attached to what I thought that it should look like. So I had a wise woman stand on the other side of me and turn the finger right back on myself. And I started to go back into that deep dive into my own stuff. And I was like, okay, if you're triggering me, then this is for me to look at. This is actually not yours. This is mine. You're pissing me off. So let me look at this anger and see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do my work, stay on my side of the street, and doula him. Do him. Doula nice. him. Nice. And what I, and what I funky just, chicken, yeah,
1: <laughs> code word people for time's nearly up. <laughs> Jen is over there doing the funky chicken. That's our code word. Got it.
0: I love it.
2: So to wrap it up with the funky chicken <laughs> dance that I did with my husband, for remember three years. I decided to doula him. And for me, if I had to just sum up what dueling is for me is holding space. What is holding space? To move into a place of neutrality and complete unconditional love. Mm, Beautiful. Not easy. (laughs) Not easy. Mm -hmm. And something I had to do sometimes, you know, one day at a time, one minute at a time When I got off of him, when I backed off of him and I started to what I call doula him, he started to shift. There we go. That's it. He started to shift. And I could not believe what was happening in front of my eyes. And the more I doulaed him, the more shift happened Mm. instead of shit happening. Shit. Not shit. Exactly. The better, the,
0: We need that effort. That's yes. such mm-hmm. a universal yes. law, yes. isn't it? It
2: is. It is. And it sounds so simple, but it was so hard and it took me th- forever to get there. Mm. And I finally did. And still to this day, my husband eats better than I do. <laughs> I'm like, I've created a monster. <gasps> Amazing. But he, he did. And he's like doing the inner work and it's not mm. how I do it. Hmm. And I tried to get him to do it the way I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And instead, you know, if I'm really in a neutral place and I'm really unconditional loving him, guess what? He gets to do it his own way and it works. And what Mm -hmm. more is
0: like he might do it the opposite way because you guys might be equal and opposite partners like the yin and the yang. Exactly. Exactly.
2: So exactly. it's beautiful. And
0: he is your mirror. And you're obviously exactly. a beacon of, of spiritual truth and attainment. And there's got to be a part of him which mirrors that too, somewhere That's down right. there, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Bring it's it true. on. Yeah.
1: Reverse psychology might work
0: as well. Just yes. putting it out there. <laughs> Whatever you do, do
1: not <sighs> go on a detox. <laughs> do not stop drinking. Seriously. I will hate you if you do that. i like, oh, really?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, or make them think it's their idea. That's a good one too. Inception. Subtle manipulation. S- that also <laughs> okay, works.
0: Manipulation. I'm not sure. That's part
1: of this um, cancel clear story. Just kidding. Kind of not really.
0: Anyway, yeah, it's holding space for them to do it their own way. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right.
1: Roofie? Would roofie Okay. Amazing. Well, on that note, I hate to leave you with the roofie, um, idea, <laughs> a roofie idea. <but>, roofie reference. <laughs> Paula, we always like to leave our audience with an invitation something that they can participate in that may move them towards achieving a conscious conception. Mm -hmm. Do you have any ideas, maybe some homework for our audience to participate in? Yeah,
2: I would say to just really start wherever you are and create some type of ritual, something, some type of practice that you can connect to because i can come up with some really fun shiny ideas but really the person has to be like actually this feels good for me this feels doable this feels um realistic for me to actually do so um you know if you were to commit to a meditation practice 3 minutes once a day might be realistic for that mm-hmm. person if they're a new to meditation or there's some resistance to to sitting and and having that time for yourself and guess what 3 minutes counts and it definitely counts over time with consistency. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean I feel like there's so many things, you know, writing um a letter to your baby mm-hmm. or asking your partner how How do you see us doing it? conscious, like put it in their court, like let them get excited Mm -hmm. um, and, and meet them wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, Meet yourself wherever you are. You know, maybe you're not in a place to, you know, just go all out. Maybe it's just starting with just eliminating one thing from your diet Mm -hmm. or, um, again, back to that three minute meditation, simplify, Mm -hmm. simplify, simplify.
1: I had a hit that I just feel like I need to put out before we close. Please. Women who are doing IVF yes. and women who are doing the whole turkey bay stuff yes. or
2: even oh, women who have story. a
1: surrogate. Yes. Um, you know, cuz that's a lot of the contingency of of women at this point. There's a lot going on in that yes. zone. So yes. how how can those type of I mean, obviously this uh, applies to them as well. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So I wanted to share my yeah. quick story yeah, and I tell know us. we're just um us the we're time. Stuff.
0: we have we have 6 minutes. Okay, great. So <laughs> <My> pressure um, <laughs> My lovely
2: client who has turned into a friend, she came to me and she was like, I don't know what else to do. Um, I need support around this. I feel crazy. And our decision is to fly to Arizona to meet this woman who's going to be the egg donor. And I know this baby is coming. And anyway, we worked through abortion. We worked through miscarriage. We worked through it all. And, um, once we worked through all the stuff, then we came up with, um, an intentional practice that she was going to do as she goes and meets this woman as they do the, um, transfer, just the whole process, the shots and the this. And we just created this beautiful story for her Mm. of how she was going to approach this, Conception in an intentional way. And I just held her baby yesterday, three months old. Wow. And I am telling you, I have chills. This baby looks exactly like her. Whoa. Is How is that so possible? It's a spirit trippy. baby. Come on. It's her spirit baby, I exactly. guess. Exactly. And we met yesterday, and she looks so beautiful. And I got to be with her during her pregnancy. I unfortunately was not available To be um, her birth doula Um, But I doulaed her all the way Through anyway And we got to be pregnant together Which was really Mm -hmm. special And I held her baby yesterday And I looked at my friend And I was like This is a miracle anyway But this is really a miracle And the intention And the consciousness that she held You see it in this baby And all the contracts To what you were Mm -hmm. sharing You could just see Like all the pieces That were involved Just like beautifully lined up Mm in this gorgeous little girl That I'm holding yesterday And it just felt like a miracle. Mm. See, that's what happens when you bring the sacred yes. into the mundane, or yes. just
1: into life. Yes.
2: yes, and I love I love working with women, no matter what, but particularly around IVF, IUI. Just there's something really because of the. The nature of how it's all dialed in. You're forced you get, to be intentional. Exactly. You are. You're yeah. forced to be intentional. It's a really... It can be such a beautiful, sacred process. Oh, and I love and that. the only way you're going to get that is with guidance in this way of a conscious conception because of how dialed in it is and because of how medicalized it is. Yeah. But it's amazing. The power of intention. It really is. And incredible. to have witnessed that specifically with her and her journey with all the obstacles and yeah. everything that seemed to be in her way. Mm-hmm. And she birthed this baby through her body. Oh. It was incredible. What a legend, incredible story. You're an incredible to guide yeah, she's Seriously, to have I want to keep mm. you in
1: my pocket mm. And mm. she's not going to let you leave oh. <laughs> I do <don't> you <laughs> <changed her, laughs> lying across in protest <laughs> Across the door <laughs> um, Paula, you just Blow my mind, where can people Get involved in the circles you run mm. In the workshops you do Tell us a little bit about
2: Women's Space, sure. how can people On want Instagram website, yes.
1: give me Give me everything <laughs>
2: So, Women's Space is located. It's a brick and mortar in Culver City, California. Where I was born,
0: across the street, by the way, from oh, Women's Space. In a,
2: beautiful. No way. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that because yeah. I've heard we're on sacred ground. Yeah, so there was we a birthing center, center about right there. I heard I about was born there. there. Oh no way. In, in the
0: call, call as well. No. In the sack. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course
2: you broke.
1: were born we in the had, sack. I never. Right? <laughs> the Oracle. You're the Oracle. There's no <laughs> other way for you to be born.
2: Oh, my We have to park a crystal on
1: your third eye. It was
2: just all, I was encrusted oh, in crystal. Oh my gosh, That's it incredible. was, was incredible. Oh, I want to hear your birth. We should yeah. do another part two birth stories, by the way, yes, PS. Ooh, yeah. I love birth stories. So I, um, uh, Women's Space is in Culver City and we offer so many different things. What I have coming up in the fall are circles to really support women with all different types of journeys. So I'm doing a miscarriage circle, maiden to mother, which is where we share our birth stories and postpartum stories, open to prenatal pregnant women to really sit and hear these stories and experiences. I'm holding space for stillbirth, circle for loss, um, a fertility circle. And I am working and doing conscious conception, of course, And I also work with people one-on-one. We're trying to live stream as much as we can, but I'm I'm a stickler when it comes to sacred space. So I really like to invite people to reach out one-on-one, happy to do Skype if you're not local. Um, And yeah, just lots of fall programming Ah, to really support women and all types of um, opportunities really for... Deeper understanding of who we truly are at the authentic level, and um, always for you know spiritual growth and healing. Mm. So good. Yeah. So good. It's just just too everything good to be I'm true. addicted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. And you just can <laughs> <reeled> off. <laughs> and I am, um, oh, we're on Instagram. So it's W M N underscore space, S P A C E. And we really use Instagram as a platform to really share all the offerings and everything we believe in um, through that channel. And you can also go to our website, womenspace.com. Brilliant. Thank you so so much. Thank you, ladies. I'll be at (laughs) everything. I can't wait to have you all. We're so
0: honored to have you today. Thank you, Paula.
2: Honored to be here. Thank 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 you, ladies.
1: Such a pleasure. And thank you, all of our listeners, for being with us today. I hope you are leaving this conversation as enlightened and inspired as I am. <laughs> um, and we love you. Thank you for supporting us. Please spread the love, share this episode, leave us a review, give us five stars, go on, do it, tapity tap away. Um, and just support us to spread the love and light because we are doing this for you and we need you. You're part of the conversation. And get on board. We're doing it together. So thank you so much. And we'll have you with us next
0: week. Bye-bye now. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.